0: Our gospel today comes from John chapter 17. After Jesus had spoken these words to his disciples, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those who you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them. And they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Oh, so i was been seeing a lot of thinking about our readings today, particularly um, because today is ascension. Day, well, actually, Ascension Day was several days ago, but all of our readings are about Jesus' Ascension, which we heard in our Acts reading this morning that the funniest meme I think I've seen for Ascension Day on social media was that Ascension Day is the day that Jesus begins working from home. He goes back to be with the Father, and he leaves behind his disciples and sends his Holy Spirit. And so... We get to celebrate that Holy Spirit coming next week at Pentecost, but today is Ascension Sunday for us. And I, I'm always hesitant with First Peter, and it's just not one of my favorite books in general, mainly because often First Peter is seen as glorifying suffering, and it's often taken out of context to make people feel like they should stay in suffering or seek out suffering or all other manners of sort of annoying, bad theology. But this week, all of our readings, First Peter included, really spoke to me in a new way. In our John reading, Jesus is praying for his disciples, for all of those that God gives to him, which in the beginning of our John reading today is all people. Jesus prays for humanity, for his followers, for those who are staying behind on this world as his body physically leaves it. In Acts, Jesus ascends, and it's the beginning of the early church of their witness, And in 1 Peter, Peter writes a letter to people who were being persecuted, jailed, and even killed for their faith. They were suffering more than we can ever imagine in our modern-day America, but they were really struggling with what this means to be church right now. And among the many reasons for my dislike of 1 Peter is the way verse seven from our verse, our Peter reading today, cast all your anxiety on God because God cares for you, which in theory is a beautiful verse, cast all your anxiety on God because God cares for you. But it's been used towards me as a person who has an anxiety disorder uh, to minimize, to ignore, the feelings that are valid that I'm having. I've even had experiences where someone wanted to pray away my anxiety and then was disappointed that it was still there. And with all the real fears and danger and anxieties that Are existing in our world right now but also existed for these disciples as they watched and said goodbye to Jesus I wonder because this time around reading first Peter struck me a little bit differently cast all your anxiety on God because God cares for you not that God is going to make your anxiety disappear or that the dangers won't be there But that like a friend who sits on the phone with you as you verbally process everything that's going on and just says, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I get that, Uh uh-huh, that kind of care. Or the person who will sit with you and watch terrible TV, which was a big part of my processing and healing process when my dad was in the hospital, was us gathered around the television at my sister's house watching some of the worst reality TV that I think exists. And the way in which our friends and our family were together in that space caring for one another knowing that our anxieties and our worries and our grief was real. And maybe it's the friend who organizes a Zoom call, or a phone call, or a socially safe, physically safe, distanced walk with one another. I wonder if casting all your anxiety on God might be more sharing with God like you would a caring friend. family member a friend who will be with you physically spiritually or by phone will listen and will pray for you like Jesus praying for his disciples for us Jesus shares his prayer to God that as Jesus is finishing God's work and looking to his disciples who are in the world he prays that they become one together and in Acts We are called to be witnesses. The disciples are called to be witnesses. As Jesus leaves them, he says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We are called to that as well. And all of this is the work that God calls us to, us here still in this world the work that God is still finishing and doing through us and around us, gathered together by the Spirit to love God and our neighbor, to devote ourselves to prayer as the disciples did after Jesus' ascension, to share our witness as the early disciples did all across the world in whatever way they could. And for us, that might look like phone calls or social media or Zoom or wearing a mask as a witness to the love that we have for our neighbor. All of this comes down to caring for one another to sharing the kind of care that god has for each of us and caring for one another through suffering through anxiety through the uncertainty we are feeling and trusting that as peter says in verse 10 of our reading the god of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in christ Will God's self restore, support, strengthen, and establish you? God will restore, support, strengthen, and establish you and me and all of us. And part of our work is trusting those words, trusting that promise of restoration and care and love. It's hard to do those things, especially these days. It's hard to trust that God has us in God's hands. It's hard to devote ourselves to prayer when we are often feeling distracted or bored or just not quite sure what to do with the way in which time seems to move slowly, but the days just keep passing as we look towards June in just a week and a half. It's difficult for us sometimes to share our witness when we don't know what that looks like now because it's different. And sometimes we struggle to show care and love because we are trying to care and love ourselves so that way we have the capacity to do that. And in all of this, we are only able to do these things to participate in God's work Because of Jesus. Jesus, who finds glory through the cross, who glorifies God in rising from the dead to bring eternal life a life of knowing God, knowing we are loved, a life of knowing that we are cared for and supported through anything this world can throw at us. So that in this love, in this eternal life we are given, we are able to continue God's work. That God gives each of us to do to love God and to love our neighbor to devote ourselves to prayer to share our witness to the ends of the earth of Jesus's love for us and for all the world to care for one another however we might be able to do that right now and trusting that the God of all grace will restore support strengthen and never leave us and always remembering that in verse 10 of our John reading, Jesus says, yours are mine, yours are mine. All of us belong to God, belong to Jesus. We belong to one another. Thanks be to God, amen.